What is going on you guys? Welcome to episode 13 of the All Pro Jaffos and on this day it is April 17th 2020 and on this day in sports history in 1976 in one of the greatest comebacks ever in MLB history the Philadelphia Phillies beat the Chicago Cubs after trailing 12 to 1 through three innings with the help of Mike Schmidt hitting four consecutive home runs the Phillies ended up winning the game in a barn burner 18 to 16 hell of a game and we want to thank all sports history that's at all sports history on Twitter for helping us out giving us the information uh can't wait for the partnership to go farther and that go check them out guys but for now welcome again this is episode 13 all pro joffos i'm jp country k ea brother e we all here let's get it going What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 13 of the All Pro Jaffos. Myself, JP, alongside me as always, Country K. What's up, what's up? And Brother E. What up, folks? Try and see if we can get E.A. <laughs> in here. He's having some connection issues, apparently. But uh, to get this episode going... Uh, a few things have been happening these last few weeks. Uh, Von Miller has now tested positive for the COVID-19. Along with Brian Allen and Sean Payton, the head coach of the Saints. But we knew about Sean Payton for a little while now. Von Miller is just one of the recent players to test positive. So, and in the wake of all the conversations of maybe the NFL could play games this year without fans. Now you have players testing positive. Uh, that puts a pretty big fucking damper in the plans there, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it starts to make you wonder, will there even be a season this year? Because think about it, there a lot of places now that you can't have more than, you know, 10 people, five people, you know, in one place at one time, type of big group gatherings, you can't have all of that. Even if it was without the fans, there's 53-man roster, including all of your coaches. So you're looking to have about maybe – what, maybe about 65 to 70 people on the sideline? Oh, it's gonna be, on just, it's gonna on be just close one to side. It's going to be close to 100 because the – Oh, the so, trainers and everything too. Trainers. Uh, they probably won't bring the cheerleaders, but the television uh, team. Television crew, the referees. The, on both which, sides, you're looking uh, about 150 people on the field at one point, at one time. Nah, they, won't, they won't even do it like that. Uh, they'll uh, have to have all the players stand six feet apart at all times. <laughs> I think they would just bring out like the starters, and then if the if they need a uh, like somebody come out or like a sub, they'll put like immediate subs. Hello, there. Yeah, hey, you are. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, y'all. It's good. How are you guys doing? 
<laughs> we were just talking about how uh, players are getting NFL players now are getting uh, like, hit with the coronavirus and how that's going to affect. Who was the big? Who was the uh, biggest name in that in that list? JJ uh, Watt. Did he did he actually get coronavirus? Uh, it was Von Miller. Von Miller. There you go. One of those defensive yeah. stalwarts, bro. Fuck. But uh, so wait, what were you gonna say? Um, I feel like they probably just minimize it. Like they won't have the thirds, the thirds on the field. They probably won't like go. Up. They probably have like maybe four, maybe five receivers. Like they're gonna keep it to bare minimum. So on the they'll roster keep. Part. They'll keep all the starters on starters both sides. Sure. So you're looking at so you're looking at about. With the substitutions and everything, because you're looking at packages and stuff that they need to have on the field, starters-wise. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at about 25 players on nah. the sideline if you're talking offense and defense. Nah, because you got special teams. The NFL, they don't have starters for either packages on the special teams. So that's another 11. So you're looking at about maybe – Almost 40 players. They probably bring out like 54, bro. Like, they probably keep it to the 54 number. Not, uh, not the preseason number, the 63? No, mm-hmm. they probably they probably have it to 54. Like, like total roster cut, 54. No, like total people on the field. Oh, on one total, sideline. Like on the team, oh. team wise. Team yeah, wise. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I mean, oh, just no, yeah, like, like just the roster. So, they will have like the regular 54, but it won't be as many coaches. It'll probably be just maybe one position coach and then have the other ones like in different areas in the stadium with the headset. Yeah, because the headsets work the whole stadium. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, have that shit. Then also have uh, maybe like more refs like in the booths watching screens and with the cameras and shit because the cameras are going to play like going to be everything this year. You know what I mean? Like, cameras are going to be everything. Even at that point, they probably won't even have players on the sideline like that. They probably have them in the back. Locker rooms? Leave them in the locker rooms or a lounge? Yeah, they might might have them in lounges. Like, that's nearby, like, the field. I would say just keep – I would just say put them in the box. You know what I mean? Like, where the fans are sitting or something like that. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. It's going to be an empty stadium anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's what yeah, they're so hoping when for. I was, I was uh, watching uh, – They said Dr. baseball uh, might be closer. Fauci. Yeah, no, Dr. Fauci was uh, basically talking about that shit. He was like – The baseball, uh, right? Asked him. Yeah, he was. He likes baseball, but he was talking yeah. about like for football and basketball. It's specific. Like, the, like, like the, way, the way they can make it work is if they – I've seen the highlights of it. They said something about uh, keeping the stands empty for X amount of time, uh, having uh, – having, just so much personnel for for, for both teams, then the, the the league the league officials, referees. I'm pretty sure the only like what this what they're still gonna keep the same referee people, right? Like two uh, side judges, one. Uh, oh no, the referees I, numbers probably stay the same because they're they're far apart until they're making calls. Yeah. Okay, so but they're, they're, they're close. The side distance. the side judges are really the only ones who are near. A, near the other players, right? Right. But I would think maybe. It, because if, if cause then, okay, so then you talk about, you know, the 54-man roster plus the head coach down on the field. So you got 55 people down on the field. Trainers are going to be scattered probably somewhere in the, like, near part of the stands, like, facing forward. 
So basically, the crowd would be like trainers and yeah. all that other shit, like yeah. scattered around. Coaches are out in the booth. Pretty they much, yeah, pretty pretty much like all, stands, yeah, so. all, all of the uh, all of those assistant uh, coaches and uh, like uh, the special special coaches, like you know, offensive line coach, they could put their ass in the booth. Like they don't need yeah. to be on the field. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but but what I'm saying is like on the field, you're getting. What the problem is, or what they're looking at, is a lot of counties and a lot of states and cities now. You can't have a big gathering of, of over a hundred people. It was a hundred people for for federal. A hundred people. Well, for, okay, a hundred people federal, but then you talk state wise. They still yeah. have to allow it state wise. Yeah, they do. They have so, states. Yeah. So then, if you have things that they can't have gatherings of ten or more people. You have 22 men on the field at all times, you know, on the field, and we're not even including the guys on the sideline. You're talking or, or, or the stadium 50, personnel. So, so you're talking about 55 people on one side, 55 people on another side. That's 110 people total on the field, and that's already breaking at one time. Technically, you know, it's just it's going to be a lot for the NFL to be able to convince the higher ups to let them play. I. I don't. I mean, I can understand. Basketball is a little bit different because the numbers on each team is a lot less. Yeah, you got at least a max you twelve know, people per team. Basketball, I can see you know being a little bit easier to because you can even on the floor you can use the courtside seats, have the players sit six feet apart, whatever the fuck it is, you know, if they're sitting on the sideline, if it has to come to that, you know, but. Basketball, I can see being okay. It's football that I actually see being a big problem on them trying to find a way to even with empty stadiums, the amount of people that are on the field at one time. I don't know. And, again, how we said, you're already having players testing positive. Right. You know, that puts a big, big damper, a big hole in – yeah, we have. Uh, um, you know, but uh, after the draft, it's like, what do they do? They're talking virtual OTAs, which you know, basically saying all the players you're going to have a huge roster of players. Basically, having a Zoom video of them them doing their workouts. That's what we're doing in Tampa. That's just that's pretty crazy. It's if they're doing that, it's just kind of like it really makes you wonder. Like, what are the possibilities of the NFL not having a season? A very very good possibility compared to the other sports, honestly. But then again, baseball too, because baseball has at least what forty people on the roster. So you're gonna have to yeah. at least what you're gonna have to before the games. You're gonna have to have a designated bullpen of at least what three or five for middle relief, and that's gonna put every team at a disadvantage. Put it that way. That doesn't have a stud in yeah, their yeah. Uh, in their in their rotation, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Houston won't win anymore. Who's here? Houston. <laughs> Houston's still playing? That's crazy. Houston's probably, like, the least of everything's worries. They're not not getting anywhere. They're going to be being the whole time. 
no, dead ass. That 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 phrase, Houston, we have a problem, bro. Like, <laughs> really comes into play. Real like, <laughs> but it's it starts. But they said, uh, so no, go I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so I heard uh, switching sports. I heard they're gonna start golf back up in June. Golf is a good sport to start back up. Honestly, because I just want sports back. Because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just one. Oh, fuck, I watch I'm, golf. I'm sure we. I'm you. sure exactly. you would be happy with golf. Yes, I would. Hey man, we can bring back Wimbledon without the uh, the people too. I'm not really tripping. I'm just Tennis. saying. Tennis. Yeah, yes. some of these. Yeah, some of these single sports, single player sports, definitely can bring bowling, back. extreme tags. It's all good. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously. Extreme tag? That could be suspenseful. No, I mean, extreme tag. Extreme uh, dodgeball. Right? Remember that dodgeball thing that we talked about? Was it extreme I dodgeball think, or something like that? There you go. We have dodgeball. We could have. Oh, we, depth we, diving? You said paintball. Uh, okay. Paintball would be cool. Paintball, yes. I don't know about dodgeball because that's, no, no. that's De- spaces can fly. Uh, death, uh, de- uh, what's that? Death diving. That that was fun. That oh, was funny. Jesus. Yeah. Death, when I seen like, that shit on ESPN eight, that was <laughs> wow, I was dying. There's eight channels on ESPN. You don't know that? Yeah, the Ocho. <laughs> yeah. They literally brought the Ocho out. I know, that's great. That's like that's how you know like the sports world is like fuck. What okay, about we gotta track, bring out ESPN like, track and track and field events. Some can't do it. Can't do any. Like what Okay, so for track and field, what events wouldn't be able to happen? You remember, you still got to contain you gotta, four by ones. You got to contain them a hundred. So like, there's different, 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 uh, diff, the uh, races. different races, different things to do, yeah. and not everybody is gonna try to do that whole decathlon thing where they do all around, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's going to be a big problem. So, uh, races races would most likely be a problem, but ones like pole vaulting and discus and javelin and all, with the single ones doing stuff like that, that are looking more for distance, triple jump, long jump, yep. high jump, the, those would still be good, yep. but it's just the races that the race, would be yeah, a bit no. of a problem. Well, you're gonna have yeah. to you're gonna have to have them run at six feet away. So I mean, whoever's running first, so <laughs> it will be like three people on the. On the I was track about to say you would time. have like races of three or four instead of like seven to eight. Yeah, but I mean, you could still make it work that way. Track and field. Okay, so let's make a little list. What sports could we bring back right now, guaranteed? So we said tennis. Singles. They also have doubles and singles. So you only can do singles, singles and right tennis. Now. Golf. Going up, oh. baby. The other side, baby. Uh, bowling. <laughs> bowling, yeah. Uh, Possibly baseball. Baseball, maybe. Yeah, come on to the other side. Basketball, maybe. Basketball, uh, out of the major sports, basketball would be really good. Because, uh, what's it called? Um, because uh, they, anyway. they really were. Basketball can resume if they do the same things that uh, the WWE did, which is screening everybody you know, and everything before they even. Pretty much, and you're not gonna hit that hundred people limit with you know just the personnel, the people, and the league officials. So, track and field. You know I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, WWE has been still 
going it's still on. Good, but they face a lot of. But 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 but, but you know this straight up that they face major controversy just be, just just for keeping the live events going. Yeah, so we'll see how they end up going for there. But so we got track and field. So we, what else? What other sports can we throw down? UFC. Huh? UFC and boxing. UFC. UFC and boxing, baby. That's the <laughs> that's the best thing. One on one. Bring back combat store, uh, combat sports. Talk that's about, definitely not gonna hit. Yeah, but talk about bodily fluids being exchanged with the sweat. And yeah, blood that's the only thing and... I was thinking right now. They'll, they'll be tested though. I mean, we're not gonna fight. We're not gonna. We're, it's not gonna be the death. You know, the coronavirus fights to the death. You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna be actual. <laughs> it's gonna be actual. Like, you know, build events and stuff like that. Like, uh, like people really can't pull out if they're healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they pull out, they're scared. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's put it that way. Like, so then you got the, uh, I'm like the safety regulations will be like really over the top. Like, you know what I mean? The blood test literally the day of the fight, day before the fight, that week of the fight, day after the fight, yeah. weeks, pretty much, dude. Like, yeah. kind of how they do with the with the 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 USADA, the USADA, mm. the drug testing and stuff. Yeah, but it's still drug testing, blood testing. You know what I mean? Blood work is fine, but then again. Uh, I don't know if you remember that Manny Pacquiao and um, Floyd Mayweather thing. If they do the blood drawing, like it, it does weaken the person before the fight. Yeah. Well, both. Yeah. It's so, not I mean, like it's a disadvantage or an advantage to each one of them because both of them, it's happening to both of them. So right. I, I don't think it's really that huge of a deal. Oh yeah, that's, that's another difference too. It's not. It's not. It's not just. Oh, you had to take a test because I think you're doping, or or you had to take a test because I think you know you coughed yesterday. I don't know what you got. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. So what? Else? So basically, are we saying anything ESPN eight do show? Pretty much. Is that what we're hoping for? <laughs> Pretty much. Just bring back a sport with a ball, man. Just <laughs> just something. Because right now it's just these are literally unprecedented times, bro. They're like this is nothing like this has ever happened before. Right. Like the whole world is literally put on hold. And low key, there's no rush to bring back sports. Uh, I hate to say it like that, but there's no rush to bring it back unless they're really safe about it. That safety shit really got to come in hand. I think right now it's just the the only reason why they're looking at trying to bring it back as early as possible sports wise is because the entertainment value to the American people right now. Right now, like everyone's going fucking nuts. Everyone's going stir crazy. Everyone's going like, you know, we have no inter- there's nothing to watch on TV. Everything is reruns. Everything is like, you know, so they're trying everything that they possibly can to get sports back onto the air. Now, whether they'll be able to do that and you know, how crazy this virus still ends up becoming is still yet to see. You know, but right. it's just I don't know, man. I I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what the hell I'd be. Able, I would do without football with a whole season without football. That'd be insane. Well, I would cry. That'd be insane. Personally, I know you. What do you mean? Be, what do you mean no football? <laughs> I'm just saying. Man, I would cry if, the if there's fo- no football this year, especially after getting Brady for you guys. <laughs> I would fucking cry. Everything is. Do you not like what you said? Everything literally just stopped. With the on a tick, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I need them to open football back so I, me and Brady can celebrate our birthday. 
Me and Brady have the same fucking birthday. Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm serious. August third, we both got the same oh, man, birthday. This is like Me, destiny for you. Tom Brady and Skip Bayless's wife. <laughs> I, love I literally Skip put a Bayless's tweet out this, this fucking year. <laughs> this year, I was like, I was like, happy birthday to the legends. Fucking goddamn Tom Brady. I was like, Skip Bayless's wife and yours truly, or some shit like that. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is pretty crazy. It's uh, we'll see what ends up happening because I, like you said, I don't know what I would do. Uh, like right now, it's already kind of like the only thing we can do is just if we work, we go to work, and we come back and stay home, watch TV, play video games, whatever it is. <laughs> you know, it's just right now without sports, it's just weird. It, it, it's yeah. We hear a bunch of news of things could happen. The real news that everybody wants to hear is, you know, when is sports coming back? And they have no answer for that. They have all est- estimations on when it could possibly come back, but they just they don't have an answer for it. Man. I definitely don't have a fucking answer for it. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't know when this shit's gonna fucking end. Well, I know one thing for certain. Rest in peace to Carl Tom, uh, Carol Anthony Towns' mom. Yep. That shit is fucking crazy. And Tavares Jackson, too. Well, he didn't, I know die, he didn't from divide, COVID. die from COVID, but still, like, that was but, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace to that man, too. Prayers to both families. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns' like mom, him. like, I was like, oh, that's. Bro, I was literally laughing. At her earlier this year. Yeah, so now you feel like an ass. I feel like a big <laughs> asshole right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, she was going crazy on Joel and B when that fight went down. And I was laughing at her shit, like, what are you gonna do, lady? You gonna go fight this seven foot African nigga? Excuse I'm my language. <laughs> but I mean, could you have predicted that, man, at that time? Nah, but I mean things are said, bro. I mean yeah, you can't really like blame yourself for that or feel bad about it, but it does kind of make you go like, God damn, like Yeah, no, for sure. I'm like, fuck, I feel like an asshole a little bit. <laughs> a lot bit to be Just honest. A bit of a dickhead. Just a little it's bit. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, man. But you know, it, it's and there's a... There, when a couple of a uh, couple of actors, like famous actors, died this this last week as well. I don't know if it was from COVID, but I know there was a couple of other people. Um, gosh, who was it? Was it a singer? There we go, Brian Dennehy. He passed away earlier this. Yeah, he not from COVID. He died from COVID. From- but who else? It was another. It was him and someone else. They died on the same day, or like a day apart. Something like I've, I completely forget what the actor's name was. But it's like everybody's checking out, man. Like you know what? The hell with this shit. This world's going to hell. Might as well just go. <laughs> like it's. This is insane, man. 
Like how? Okay, we're in what? It's uh, April. What's today? April seventeenth. Sixteenth, So we've been in basically in lockdown since mid March. So we're looking at about a, like three weeks so far that we've been on like pretty much lockdown or full quarantine. Today is today is day twenty six for me. So I've gone anywhere a full month. That everyone has been, you know, on lockdown or quarantine or whatever. I hear there's a whole lot of domestic disputes going on. (laughs) At least my medicine is deemed essential. Whereas, like, the domestic violence ones kind of makes me laugh because I think about it, I mean, not in a bad, like, Okay, like I shouldn't, doesn't make me laugh. Like, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking a lot of females are getting fed up with their men now. <laughs> the guy can't get. <laughs> fellas, you got to agree. We do some dumb shit. Like, we, we, are, we are some pretty, like, fucking interesting human beings, like, to be completely honest. Yeah, but. I'm trying to figure out how many of those domestic violence cases are women kicking the hell out of their men's their men's house. Um, look, I don't, I don't care what people say. I don't care what their revisionist history want them to say. But Rihanna beat the shit out of Chris Brown. <laughs> That's why she beat the dog shit out of Chris Brown, and that was him defending himself. I don't care. <laughs> Oh man! I don't care. I, I still think it's dead wrong what he did because he should have been gone before she got to the point of whooping his ass. Yeah. But oh, like they both millionaires. You ain't got to take that ass to him, my boy. You can just leave. Uh, yeah, that dude. That can, dude has a bit yeah. of a history, though. Even after that. I mean, again. Rihanna put put some dings on that yeah. head. His brains are rattling around and that shit like a bean in the yep. can. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Whoop that ass. I'm telling you, she beat his ass for a long time. Hey, you know who really got an ass whooping? Bill hmm. Clinton. Nah, I don't think Bill got his ass I whooped, I think man. Hillary whooped his fucking ass after that fucking Monica Lewinsky thing. I'll tell you, I don't think she got it. You don't think so, no. bro? I bet you. I allegedly, think, I think she's Hillary, had people killed. Again, uh, that's what I was gonna get to. Hillary's not doing a goddamn thing, so Hillary gonna sit there and gonna get somebody else to do a dirty work. She gonna do the generic ass fucking shit, generic ass blue collar fuck shit, to when you just just take it to the paperwork, oh, man. Or do this and this and that. Like she got Bill in his pockets. It's like this is the amount of dollars. There, there was a period that there I'm was a take. period of time after that where Bill was nowhere to be found. That, yeah, because <laughs> that's she I, told Bill. That's what I, but Hillary, if you do, you do anything. I, I'm taking like this Hillary amount of dollars. had him locked up and was beating the shit out of him for weeks. <laughs> in the basement. 
I'm telling you, I don't think that went down like know, that. No, man, but Hillary's a scary chick. Well, she could be. She could look scary. Dill's probably. Dill's had people killed too, but I know Hillary's the brain behind that whole operation. Tanya, it's all paperwork. That's all she's doing. <laughs> she showed him how much money she's gonna take, and he said, no, "Okay, you do." <laughs> yeah, she's just pulling the strings now of his ass. That's all this shit is. She pulling all the strings. You know, he was happy as hell when she was Secretary of State. He could do whatever the hell she, he wanted to. She was always gone. Exactly. Bill, Billy had a hose over. And he did. Oh. Kobe, I mean, you know, this might be too soon or whatever. But I was like, Kobe and Vanessa, when they had their problems, you think Vanessa might have. She got a fat ring out of that. I know that. She got a fat old ring after that. She had a $60,000 ring. Like one point something. Really? I know it was more than 60000 Kobe's worth that. That would be, I think that would be chump change. I just, I just heard that. I remember that price. Maybe the six was out good, but me. it was like six million or like six hundred thousand or something like that. Because that, that yeah, was, was huge, motherfucker, bro. <laughs> like that was definitely a forgive me, I love you diamond. If I if I ever seen one. <laughs> yep. But they worked it out and had beautiful children. Um, Rest in peace, Kobe. Gianna, there we all fucked up in life, but he came up and did good things afterwards. So, yeah. can't blame him for that. Oh, what other crazy shit's going on right now, man? What do we? No, speaking of basketball, now I'm looking forward to that documentary coming oh. up. Yeah, the MJ one. The we'll MJ. get to that one a little bit later. I did want to talk about that a bit because then that whole thing was great. I saw the trailer for it, and it was really interesting. So we'll, we're definitely going to get to that. But for right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will come back. we got to talk this NFL draft, man, because it's about to be something insane. Don't go anywhere. Come right back. We'll see you all in a second. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. All Pro Droppings, episode 13. We got the NFL draft coming up this week, hey? EA, the NFL draft was also going to be here. But we got to talk quarterbacks because that's really the only thing that's been going on lately when they're talking about quarterbacks. How far do you think Tua is going to fall with all this? Because... I don't think anybody's doubting the intangibles or like the athletic ability. I don't I don't think anybody doubts any of that. It's all about his durability at this point. I, I know you said tour first, but I wanna uh before we go any He's talking about he wanna go deep into it. No, before no. we go deep into it, I just wanna hurt Josh's feelings for one second. Here we go. Uh Jalen Hurst is going into Patriots. 
Oh, that's mm. a, that. I, I, I was thinking that same thing. That's funny. Jalen Hurts to the Patriots, huh? He's a good prototype quarterback to start with. That one that you want information. Still too short. And he and and on top of that, he can sit behind Stidham for three games. Let Stidham fuck up for three games. <sighs> I don't see Bill Belichick taking that chance. He took a Dude, chance with one ninety nine. Yeah, if he can take Jalen Hurts, it's going to be at another one ninety nine. Yep. Bro, he drafted. He drafted Jimmy Garoppolo when nobody knew who Jimmy Garoppolo was. Nah, people knew who Jimmy Garoppolo was. He just came from nah, small school. But he wasn't, he wasn't Jimmy G yet. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that's why I said his whole name. Like, no one knew who he was like that. Everybody knew that. Didn't he, he go to Delaware or no, Delaware State? No, no, no. He went to Eastern I'm Illinois. He beat all of uh, Tony Romo's records out there. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, I was thinking of Joe Flacco. Yeah, Flacco went to Delaware. Okay. Either way, small school had a little bit of uh, NFL quarterback history with Romo. So, yeah, yeah, and no. So, but he also got Brichette. Here's the thing with with Jalen Hurts. With Jalen Hurts, there's two things that are wrong with him coming out. Number one. I've had this conversation with you before. When's the last time we had a great Oklahoma quarterback come out of the end of the draft? He started at Alabama. He was the Alabama okay. recruit. He well, went to Oklahoma. Okay. So then, so then that goes into my second question. When's the last time we had a decent Alabama quarterback come out of the draft? So the thing is. So he's coming down to two schools now. Alabama, Alabama's never had these, these nice of quarterbacks. They never have. Like that's that was gonna be my point. Like they never had these type of quarterbacks in their school. Yeah, because they all been a run based school the entire oh, time. Run based defense. Alabama had Derrick Henry, dude, didn't they? They had Derrick oh. Henry. Um fuck who else they had? Mark uh, Ingram. Mark Mark Ingram. Ingram. They have fucking um fuck. I'm spacing right now, but they have mostly running backs uh, Trent Richardson. come out of that school. Wait, Trent, Richardson. Trent Richardson, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they never had nobody of this caliber come to their school and play. They always had game managers, and that's why they never panned out. I don't think Jalen Hurts goes into the first round. I'm just going to go and say it. I didn't say that he was going to go in the first round. I say he's going to the Patriots. As what? Uh, like a third? A fourth? Maybe a second. Late second round? I mean, that's where the Patriots fall. That's where they fall. And that's the only reason why he will go there, because everybody else need everything else. These quarterbacks are going to be separated and spread out because people are going off name and shit like that. Like Tua, Tua will probably go to Miami because they're gonna draft off of potential because they have so many picks. So they're drafting a lot of players. Like they're drafting a lot of players for holes mm-hmm. and potential for the most part because they can wait. They can. They got the. They got the time to wait. They're not like, oh, we need to strike right now. Most of the teams that we've been talking about are striking, trying to strike right now. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that's pretty much it. Except for like what you just mentioned, Joe Burrow, he's gonna end up in Cincinnati. He's gonna probably hate it. If Cincinnati's I, smart, they pick him up and then pick up work who? on their fucking facilities. Joe Burrow. Burrow. Okay. So <laughs> that's what I was saying. Uh, but honestly, I'm still with the point of Joe Burrow pulls the Eli Manning. That's my thing. He's gonna pull the Eli Manning. So here's what I think is going to happen at that point. If they find out Joe Burrow doesn't want, you know, to play for them, I think they trade out of the number one pick before they just draft him. And then unless he really does, like they didn't know that he was going to do this and in the middle of the draft or whatever, somebody trades for him and then – has draft picks. I don't know who would do that. So either way, who's Tennessee's quarterback right now? Mr. Ryan Tannehill. They, they pay Ryan. They pay Ryan Tannehill, so they're not going to draft him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they gave him four years, like fifty-four million, I believe. Too much fucking money. It was, yeah, it was some shit like that. Like that's basically. What oh, the they Dak gave Prince a backup argument. They gave. I, that's right. That's right. They gave a backup starter money. That's funny. That's right. Yeah, when they should have paid out Henry. Yeah, they should have paid out Henry. Damn, that's right. He's, cut. he's cutting. He's going to leave. Henry, after this year? Yeah, he's, I thought he was already leave. leaving. No, they tagged him. Oh, they, they tagged him. He's leaving after this year. Damn. So that's why he'll, he'll do it. He'll probably play, probably sign it. Hey, what was that thing that they were saying, though? Shit. What was that thing they were saying, cut. though, about uh, Derrick Henry? If they tag him, he should sit out the next season, shouldn't he? Nah, I don't I, think he should sit he's out. He's not going to pull so a Le'Veon. Big of a yeah, he's not. Back. He's not going to pull a Le'Veon Bell. I mean, Le'Veon Bell had the ego. I don't know. Derrick Henry has the numbers too. Though. What he's going to do is he's going to sign the contract and then he's going to ball out again. And then once he does that, he's going to leave the Tennessee Titans no choice. Okay, you know, they're going to have to pay him out after that. Pretty much, pay me and let me go. You know, yeah, they're not they're not gonna get that second tag off. So no, not at all. Because by so. then, because by then the franchise tag for running backs is just gonna go up again. Christian McCaffrey yeah. just got paid out. Zeke is up there in in fucking Saquon Barkley's gonna get paid out. Yeah, he's the next one he's up. The next Zeke already got his fucking Barkley's gonna be the twenty million dollar man. Hey, did Zeke fizzle out? No, Zeke is still nah. a badass. Zeke Zeke did all right this year. The thing That's was, right. he was the only one carrying the Cowboys, wasn't he? Pretty much. Nah, nah. Say that. Nah, say, yeah. that. say that. Say it. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say Dak honestly was up and down, and you thought Amari, Amari was played half of the. Fuck no, he plays half the game. I don't even understand why they got a first round pick for Amari anyway. <laughs> I've been saying like this motherfucker was dropping everything in Oakland. I don't get what the fuck you paying for this motherfucker. Yeah, you got Darius Hayward Bay I'm, part two with Amari Cooper. So, yikes! And I didn't. And he, then, right, then remember Darius Hayward Bay when he, he played had the fastest forty and then no hands. Yeah, no fucking. Hands. Yeah, but Amari Cooper what, didn't have the fastest forty at the combine or anything. But he still caught balls that fucking Jason Hay- uh, Darius Hayward Bay caught. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they had the uh, who was Darius Hayward Bay's uh, quarterback? Uh, it wasn't Jamar. Was it? No, uh, Oakland. 
uh, in Oakland. Uh, he had Derek Carr maybe one year, and then his other quarterback was uh, uh, the fucking damn. number fourteen. What the fuck was his uh, name? I'm a Gloin. Fuck. Uh, McGloin was there at one point. Oakland. Yeah, but yeah, he was there for a short minute. But uh, fuck, who was who was the quarterback? Not Jamarcus Stay? Russell. No, nah, it wasn't him because he was out. He was on the outs already. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah, he was gone. Mm-hmm. That's how they got Hayward Bay. Fuck. The only number 14 I remember, though, is fucking, was J.T. O'Sullivan? Fuck that. But he was in fucking no. the Magnus. I think it was McGloin. Yeah, no. no, not McGloin. It was, uh... No, Carson was Palmer. Carson Palmer. It was Carson Palmer. Oh, yeah, that's number right. Number three. It was it was Carson Palmer because they was like, oh yeah, we got a solid quarterback and Carson Palmer just came from the fucking Cincinnati, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. just before he went to the Cardinals. That's crazy. And then he balled out for the Cardinals. Then uh, did he ball out for the Cardinals compared to the Raiders? He did, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he got paid for uh, but, Oakland and he just pretty much sat. But at the same time, you got players like Darius Hayward Bay, one catching shit. Right. Back to my Amari point. Amari off, I mean not off, but at away, mm-hmm. twenty-two yards receiving, eighteen targets, one catch. Yikes! That's, that's his away stats. Yeah, it's something like that. It'll look something like that. Yikes! My man is my man is terrible away. Oh wait, was that his last year's stats or? No, nah, that was just me giving you the hyperbole, but that's similar <laughs> to what the fuck you'll do. You see how believable that was? He said, you see how believable that was? It's Amari fucking Cooper. <laughs> like, I'm over here going, damn, really? That's what I'm saying. I'm dumbfounded right now. I'm like, he really wow. did something, huh? I was like, he really yeah. did say that shit. Yeah. Go ahead. Wait, say that again. I said, "Damn, we go do." <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "You really had those stats?" I was like, "That fucking sucks, bro." Hey, when K speaks, bro, I'm gonna listen because that, that's a story. That's a good story. I tell you what, Mari Mar- uh, Cooper or bullshit, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so let so real quick back to Jalen Hurts. So you think he's going to be a Patriot in about like second round? Second round, second round Patriot. Do the Patriots Jalen ever Hurts. get first round picks though? Uh, I don't. Not a quarterback. I don't think they have one this year. They got one. This they year, have a first round sure. pick this year. I'm pretty sure. That's like a mid round pick though, or not mid round. Uh, like late. No, it's a late. It's late. It's late. Yeah, late twenties. Late twenties. I think they're right before they're right before the Titans, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, because the Titans uh, were the one that took them out, right? Yeah, no, the they're Titans after the Ravens. Out. They're after the Ravens, or before the Ravens. No. Before the Ravens. Sorry. No, the Titans took the Patriots out. That, I know, and the then they took the, the Ravens out after that. So you'll have yeah. the Patriots, then you'll have the Ravens, then the Titans. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought you meant the so Patriots. So, actually, I think the, the Patriots uh, have, like, pick 23, 24? Something like that. Somewhere around there. Do you think they would go late first round with Jalen Hurts? Or that you think they – No, I'm saying he'll go 46. 46. What about, what, about the, what about Jordan Love? 
Jordan, Jordan Love. All right, so there's a the lot thing. of rumors going that the Patriots are looking. Jordan, at Jordan Love is Love. about to catch the Jordan. Uh, he Jay, <laughs> fuck, I got tied to him because I'm starting to say a nigga I hate. Jordan Love is about to catch the Jameis Winston treatment. Uh, oh God, where they're going off of intangibles Oof. and potential, and not understand that this mother sucker threw what like twenty something picks in his last two years or something like that. Like we're like. Last year, or some shit like he led in uh, he led the, the FSB, uh, F- FBS, yeah, he led the FBS. Yeah. And, uh, hey, I, I just, I just want to say real quick, I was seeing some of Jameis Winston workout videos and tell me why he looks like the most unathletic son of a bitch you have ever seen in your fucking life because that's the crab leg First diet, thing. bruh. That dude looks so <laughs> slow, crab leg, the footwork, the footwork is so bad. Just I'm holy shit, dude. So are you that's on what go you, to the MLB? No, training? yeah, that's no, what I you send out to Patriots if you want to fight for the backup job. Like seriously. Yeah, no, I I think I'm gonna go with K on this one. I think going to the MLB is the smart move for James Winston. So <laughs> I'm telling you, he was a great pitcher for Florida State. He was a great I, pitcher. I need seven pegs every time you get on him. That's, that's seriously. Hey, that's that you guys. He was a two-sport athlete, huh? Hey, college. Yep. That's yes. right. That, that, yes. that soundboard that I'm going to get, oh, yeah, that we're going to get the fucking sound effects. We're going to get K-Cyan. We're going to get all that shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, this man, this man is going to go to the MLB. So, so you're saying Jordan Love. You're saying Jordan Love is the equivalent of James Winston. Tall, strong arm, one dimensional, willing to one take dimensional, uh, one dimensional pretty much. Jordan very one dimensional. Uh, Jordan Love is he's, a little, he's more chances. athletic than James Winston is though. Athletic bro, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Athletic. Not much. Not much. It's not like Jordan Love's out there like really fucking Burning people. Yeah, he did come out of Utah because State on, though too. Like he he can look like whatever he looks like in the draft with nobody chasing him. Somebody chasing him or him in the pocket. That is a totally different mindset. That's, that's instinct. Watch his game that's, film, instinct. that's all instinct. So is it like fight or flight? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna take that shot or are you gonna fucking take off? That's pretty much what it said, and I feel like he tries to take that shot, and he gets fucked up. Like he didn't get hurt like that, but I mean, he gets smacked. But it's not like you heard Utah State on the fucking FBS twenty-five. Yeah, so, that's true. That's why I said Jameis Winston. If they, if he would have had a regular ass defense at Florida State, best believe the motherfuckers wouldn't have won the damn chip in thirteen. Hmm. They wouldn't even got nowhere near the chip. That defense was the best in the country. Yeah. Well, go to baseball. Yeah, go to baseball. Go to baseball. So, so Houston. Okay, so then Houston needs a pitcher. I'm just hearing a whole bunch of things going right now that Jordan Love could possibly be a top 15. Okay, so who's the number one quarterback of this draft? Is it still Tua? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. It's still Joe Burrow. It's Joe Burrow. That well, that's the thing that I want to say with Tua. Like a lot of like everything him. that's going on, that at least that I'm hearing, I like Tua. He he's got the intangibles. He's got the accuracy. He's got the great arm. He's got this. He's got that. Kind of reminds me of Marcus Mariota. 
Why? Because he's Hawaiian. That part. <laughs> but still, like, it's just it's just they had the same type of injury in a way. Well, two yeah, had that, his that, hip. Well, two that was the thing. Hip. He had a hip. Tua had his hip, yeah, but then Marcus Mariota had his fuck what his ACL. Yeah, that's like. I, I so it's just a whole thing right now. Everybody's question about Tua's durability. Right. If he goes to a team that has a shitty offensive line, there's no point in having Tua there because he's gonna get his ass kicked and he's gonna get hurt before the f- fucking first half of the season's over. Uh, you know, so everyone's going, okay, yeah, Tua's this great athlete, but is he worth a top 10, you know, top five pick? Before he got injured, yes. After that, after he's that, had, what, that, three, four surgeries since the, sen- the end of the senior year? Yeah. Two of them on his wrist. He had a high, he had a surgery on his ankles. Yep. And he had the hip surgery. And the hip was the biggest, the biggest thing was the hip. The biggest one. Yeah. So that's like he played hurt too. Did he? I thought he played. Did he play hurt before? Uh, before he fucked up his hip too. Yeah. Yeah, he played hurt yeah. towards the end, but he just it wasn't gonna work. Nah, he a tough customer. I'll be honest. He is. I, I'll give him that. But but at the same time, I feel. Where, all right, so let me ask you this: Where do you think he goes? Your opinion. Okay. I think he's. I think he's gonna have like. He's gonna be the third quarterback taking off the draft. You know what? I I, I was actually I mean, thinking. Predict, what, I was actually thinking team. this. I was actually thinking this earlier that I could see a possibility of Tua falling as far as when Aaron Rodgers did. Ooh. Back. So oh so oh. yeah. I've been hearing the Packers want a quarterback. Let. let me, I haven't been hearing the Packers, but I have been hearing at the point that Tua could possibly fall to the point where the Patriots would have no choice but to either trade up for him or if he falls to wherever it is, where the Patriots at right now when it comes to the NFL draft. NFL draft 2020. Let's look at the Patriots. Oh, so you think that Bill Belichick is going to take a risk on an injury-prone quarterback versus the guy that left Nick Saban? Yeah. And, and didn't get hurt? No, I say that because Bill Belichick knows how to put a line together to be able to protect Tua. And if Tua is as good as they say he is, Bill Belichick's just going to utilize that to his best you know, advantage. That's what I'm telling you. They're getting Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts in the second round. They're more likely to do that than to go after Tua. Yes. Yes, because you got to think about it. All right, so you get Tua, right? Right. And he's not he's not fully game ready. Mm-hmm. Right. That's gonna be dumb <sighs> having him on the bench because if Stidham, like you, pretty much giving Stidham up to understand, it's like, hey, you can just go out there. With no uh, expectations, of getting pulled. Right. So yeah, the Patriots have the number twenty three overall pick right now. That's not yeah. bad. I could see uh, what's the name Jalen Hurts falling twenty three. So then, if no, he I'm, he going forty six, that their second round pick. Well, Jalen Jalen Hurts, you're saying, but I'm talking about for Tua. I'm going down the list right now, and I think he can fall as far as. 
fuck, Miami might be able to pick him up at number 18. That's, okay, see, that's okay, okay, okay. That's what or, I was thinking. Or, like, or Miami could possibly even wait for 26. They have two picks in the first round. They have three yep. picks in the first round. Three. Oh, they, got like they number, have number like they have number five. See how close they have number five. They have number eighteen, and they have twenty six. And who's their quarterback right now? Uh, no one. They nobody because they let go of Fitzpatrick. Okay, Fitzpatrick was a starter. So assuming, assuming, assuming Joe Burrow goes like is the first quarterback taken. Cincinnati. Right? Yeah. Like I said earlier, I think Tua is going to be like the second or the third quarterback off the board, regardless of his injury and stuff. I mean, you can't really look, you can't you can't overlook like what he actually did in Alabama. Also, you know what I'm saying. Like, so you look at it this way: Joe Burrow gets drafted number one. Right. At mm. that point, number two, three, and four do not need quarterbacks: the Redskins, the Lions, and the Giants. So the next quarterback needy team. Is the Dolphins, the Chargers at five and six? You can go to either one of those teams. Honestly, it's just the, the good. It's, you, you need a good fit. Like, like, but here's the thing with the Chargers. I think that's where Justin Herbert's going. Ooh, nah, nah. I think nah. Herbert's going to the Chargers at six. Nah. To be completely honest, they're not getting Black Phillip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> Black Philip Rivers. What? Wait. What? <laughs> Justin <laughs> Herbert is the Black Philip Rivers. Yeah. Is that what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> what about backup Philip Rivers or uh, starter Philip Rivers? Here? What? I mean, the one that's going to the Colts right now. The Ooh, fact that he said the Black Philip Rivers is still astonishing to me. I'm just. I don't even They're know where to begin. Now. I don't even they know where to begin. They cut ties now. with him and Melvin Gordon at the same time. They're trying to change their image. That's why I say that, and especially going into the new stadium in L.A., they yeah, need a fan base, up. so I think they would go with Justin Herbert. Pac-12 if I have guy. enough battery. You know, I think I think that's where they would go. I think Chargers, they're not going to go with Tua. And I think Miami, if – I think if Miami knows that the Chargers are going to go Justin Herbert, I think Miami at that number five spot could possibly take one of the top offensive tackles. And then they can wait it out because after that, the Chargers will get Herbert. Panthers already have Bridgewater. Cardinals already have uh, Murray. Jacksonville, some people were saying were, was a possibility, but they have Gardner Minshew there, but we'll see how much faith they have in Minshew. Minshew, maybe, And then drafting a quarterback. Cleveland's got Baker. Jets got Darnold. <laughs> Raiders? Oh, they're trying to get rid of Carr, aren't they? There he is. Oh, yeah, they're trying to get rid of him. He got one more year in his deal. Oh, the, well, they're saying the Raiders at number 12 are probably going to go receiver. They're probably going to go Jerry Judy. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, the know, the Niners, the Bucks already got break. Still the Broncos? Not on old brass by it. Say it. Say it. The Buccaneers at number 14. Who do we have? Say it. Brady. Yes. Yes, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> You know what? For you know what now you know now I hope the season doesn't happen just so I can hear you cry on this goddamn podcast. 
I wouldn't cry on this podcast. I would come on this shit with a very somber tone. So, so, so yeah, like NFL today. So fuck what about the Broncos? Today. Quarterback needs for the Broncos. Is that a possibility? Or are they going to go with Drew Locke? Bro, they're going to draft. Like, I'm trying to tell you, Jacksonville and uh, the Broncos are going to draft a quarterback. Because then after the Broncos, you got the Falcons, the Cowboys, and then the Dolphins again at 18. I think at I'm that I think that. at that point it's too close for comfort and you're going to need to take him at 18 if Tua is there. They're going to draft Tua in the on the fifth pick. All these other teams going to soak up all these O linemen, such as our my team. We're going to get an O lineman. Yep. So it's going to be a whole bunch of like. Oh man, I don't know how to call it. It's going to be beautiful. Well, beautiful. I know for a fact that the Bucks. I, you and I have been talking about it, and fucking, you know, I honestly think the more we talk about it, the more I actually think that it'll come to fruition that Jonathan Taylor is going to be a Buck at the end of the second round. Yep. Bucks are going to pull the trigger on Jonathan Taylor in the second round. Yep. For sure. Yep. And then that would be complete. That would be it. You got that offensive tackle to protect Brady. You have your running back that can take pressure off of Brady, and then you'll have a two-headed monster back there. Then we're going to draft a decent, very decent corner in the third round. Yep, and then just start building your defense really from there. Defense and strengthening our O-line. Yep. And maybe get a fuck because we already got we got a sleeper receiver that because I've been watching a lot of undisputed you know watching sports shows and shit and they've been pretty much talking about the same shit and Skip Bayless put me on to this one receiver we drafted last year from Bowling Green uh, I forgot the cat's name he's basically like he's Adam Humphreys but like way faster like way well, faster your, your slot receiver he's yeah he's like a slot but he's like. He might be fifth on the depth chart. Fourth, mm. fifth. He might be like fifth on the depth chart, if I'm not mistaken. Your lights on. Uh, but, yeah, he like fifth on the depth chart. So, with the cats fast, he called, I think he called like one touchdown from Jameis. But, I mean, if you had Brady with that receiver. Oh, with that you fast know Brady, receiver, Brady loves his fucking slot receivers. He loves those Wes Welker type receivers. Yeah. And he's going to fucking – that's why I said, like, I, people don't understand because, like, people don't understand why I'm so happy because our receiving core was so good. And the fact that our receiving core was so good and we had a quarterback that only can throw deep balls because pitchers only throw hard balls. You know what I mean? Like, you only throw it hard, you can throw a curve, but it's going hard. You can throw a slider, but it's going hard. You can throw a changeup; it's still going hard. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> go to baseball, Jameis. Go to baseball. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a quarterback like Brady is going to definitely utilize all his receivers. He's going to show everybody how good these receivers actually are. So, how do you think – so, we know that the draft is going to be all 
virtual, basically. It's going to be a, a draft on Zoom, basically, for the most part. How do you think it's a high possibility or a low possibility that they're going to have a whole lot of technical fuck-ups throughout this whole thing? Oh, very high possibility. <laughs> Just holy. The camera having to cut back and forth and you know, people are not going to be practicing social distancing with their fucking families and everything like that there for the draft. <laughs> it's like have these guys been in the house the whole time. It's like, uh, lying, no, lying ass motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like, you did not have thirty people under your fucking roof before this whole thing started. I no, no, there's no way. Shout out to Dak Prescott. This fucking idiot. Can you save that for your roast, please? Because I want to hear you go in on that fucking idiot. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, but yeah, no, dude. I, this I think technically it's just gonna it's gonna be weird. That's for sure. Or it, it's gonna suck. What they should do is every time the commissioner, fucking Roger Cadell, comes onto the screen, they should just pipeline in the booze of what would have actually happened with people there. Mm. Just pipeline in the booze, and then he'd be like, "Yeah, how's it going? Hi, yep, yep." Basically playing it as if he would, as if he's there, like with a crowd of people. That would be pretty comedic in my eyes. That'd be yeah, like, that shit would be lovely. That would be one of those like, oh, okay. Goodell's kind of feeling himself going, ha ha, you can't boo me, motherfuckers. <laughs> he's relishing in the moment that he doesn't have to deal with thousands of people booing his ass every time he goes up on stage. But that actually would be beautiful, though, that he did that for the fans because the fans would actually appreciate that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, they're because doing it's like, for him. Yeah, I'm doing it for you guys, even though I fucking hate this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> even though I hate seeing all of you guys flipping me off, giving me the fucking, giving me the big time birds, double fisted, yelling, yelling obscenities <laughs> out of just even got grandmas out there going, fuck you, good dad. <laughs> it's like, you know, this man is the most hated man in the entire NFL. So, you know, fan-wise, at least. I mean, he's not Adam Silver. No, Ooh, no, no, no. Adam Silver is not even that solid, though, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, they all have their flaws. They all have their flaws. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the point in the show where we come up on the new segment. Well... Last year, last week, last year, goddamn. See how my days are getting all fucked up in this goddamn house too damn long. That's what it is. Anyways, into this segment, we started this last week. And this week, we have come together. And Kay has gotten this. Now it's on point. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the segment. A Country Rose with Country Kay. So, Dak Prescott, firstly, why in the fuck would you sit there and show the food for your birthday and then not understand that you have individualized trays that are more than 10 people? What were you seriously thinking? And then you see and say, hey, we only had under 10 people. Bam, you have 15 trays on the damn counter at one counter. And we can just tell you got a big ass house 
based off that fucking rookie contract money. So, motherfucker, you got more than goddamn just 15 trades. It was about 45 people in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ZK eating all that goddamn food. I'm going to just tell you that right now. Which, actually, they not playing ball this year is a good possibility. I don't want it to be true, but it might be a good possibility. So, Zeke might actually let himself go. <laughs> but at the same time, it wasn't just him, fam. Like, it just wasn't. Then you got your man caught up with the police. You, you, you're a scandalous idiot. But anyway, at the same time, my second point I want to go to, how, oh man, it's, it hurts me to say this, but Adam Silver, mm. I like you as a commissioner, but seriously, bro, why did you let the WNBA do better than you in their draft? <laughs> Today is the WNBA's draft. <laughs> and the New York Liberty mm-hmm. got the first round pick, the first overall pick. The New York Knicks should have got the first overall pick <laughs> instead of the fucking Pelicans. <laughs> I'm going to be all the way honest you, with you. <laughs> the New York Knicks have been sorry for most of these kids' lives, fam, that's watching the damn NFL. I mean, the NBA. Like, you really need, like, basically the entire time LeBron James has been in the league, the New York Knicks suck. Maybe one year they were good. And then they fired Charles Wood. And then they went back to being sorry again. The New York Knicks need a, a pray. Like, you have to realize they have a shitty owner and just give them something at one point in time. Give the fans something to hold on to. Because everybody keeps saying this cliche bullshit about. The NBA good if uh, the NBA is good if the Lakers are winning. The NBA is good if the, the New York Knicks are winning. The NBA is good if the Celtics are winning. Well, motherfucker, what the NBA? When was that? What was the NBA when the fucking Miami Heat went back to back? What was the NBA then? It wasn't good. It wasn't good seeing D Wade throw lives to LeBron. It wasn't good when Chris Paul was throwing oops to Blake Griffin and fucking DeAndre Jordan. It wasn't good then. Or what about now when Kawhi Leonard just drugged the fucking goddamn sorry-ass Toronto Raptors to the motherfucking finals by himself? Was the NBA good then? Was the NBA good when Kevin Durant fuck-ass went to the goddamn Warriors after he had them 3-1? And then fucking goes to the motherfuckers, win twice, and act like he tough shit. Like, nigga, you just went to the bully house that beat your ass. Literally, like the, the 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 fucking Oklahoma City Thunder literally told the real story of Friday. When Craig hit Debo with that fucking brick, Debo beat the shit out of Craig. Debo beat the entire fuck out of Craig. It wasn't no rally to fucking goddamn Lewis. No, that was fake. Debo beat the holy shit out of Craig. He choked Craig out and punched him again to wake him up in front of his family. His whole family. Like, it wasn't just like a little bit of people out there. His mama, daddy, and sister was right there and saw him get his ass whooped. They all was right there witnessing him get his ass whooped. That's what really the fuck happened when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. I promise you, this shit is fucking pissing me the hell off. Why people just think the Warriors are done. Them motherfuckers been sorry. Majority of the time I've been out here in the Bay. I've been out here since 2008. I went to several games to the Warriors for $10. (laughs) 
the Warriors been sorry. They been sorry. Like, don't make it motherfucking goddamn ticket prices expensive in this Chase building because y'all fucking wanted to leave Oakland because you were scared. That's pretty much what it was. The GMs and shit was scared in Oakland. The players were comfortable because they knew they were safe. They were safe. And Marshawn Lynch went in the NFL, they were safe. I'm going to just tell you that right now. But the fucking owners, them motherfuckers were terrified. That's why they went to San What is happening, you guys? JP here with you. And Country K. Here bringing you the second sponsor who has come to us and we have decided to collaborate with, and that is Raise Energy. R-A-Z-E Energy. Now, it's not your typical energy drink. Okay, a lot of people, you know, oh, it's an energy drink. It's the same as all the zero sugar. Blah, blah. I'm telling you right now, this is much different than your regular energy drink. Raise energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high quality formula to bring the consumer a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time, Raise Energy has become the most popular and best-rated energy drink on the market to date with a phenomenal flavor profile that puts most of the competitors to shame. Flavors like Voodoo, Apollo, Galaxy Burst, Guava Mango, Strawberry Colada, Sour Gummy Worms, Watermelon Frost, Great Bubblegum, Phantom Freeze, and the new Baja line. Hold, hold so, on, hold on, hold on. Before you continue. Uh-huh. You're saying that the raised energy is yep. taking me up to the whole nother level? <laughs> and have all those flavors? <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. A whole nother level. And the best part about these things, it, it as many flavors as it has, because I'm going to be honest with you, those flavors are no joke, bro. No joke. They, they, it even has like pretty cool names you know, to go with it too. But with these drinks, with the, with the raised energy drinks, all of them, you get hydrating energy, rapid restorative recovery, intensified stamina, razor sharp mental focus, zero sugar, zero calories, but the best part, and I honestly know, Every energy drink says this, but none of them can back it up like Ray's. No crash at all. I'm telling you, man, I've had these. I've had, I, I'm up. I'm up. No crash. I don't feel like you've had the energy all the way through. It probably wears off after a few hours or whatever, but you don't feel it it's literally no crash at all this is the first energy drink that i've ever experienced honestly that doesn't put me to sleep about an hour after drinking it It, it's it's absolutely crazy bro and with all the flavors you have all everything everything that you can want basically i think right now 
I think because I haven't gotten my hands on the Baja or the uh, Baja Lime yet, mm. Voodoo right now is my favorite. Okay. It's, yeah, Baja it's, Lime sounds very intriguing, but Voodoo sounds very New Orleans. So, but uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. I'll oh yeah, it. I'm telling you, man. Raise energy is the way to go. So now, to get raise energy, you could go to a GNC. You could go to a vitamin shop. Sometimes those places are just inconvenient, too far away to go to. So instead, you go to repsports.com. You go to R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. Go to Raise Energy. Look up their flavor. See? Look up their flavor profile. Pick whatever one you want. They even have a variety pack where it'll give you one of each flavor. Get anything that you want out of that. Go to checkout and use the promo code Alpha Raise. So Alpha R A Z E. Use that at checkout. It helps us out and it's going to help you out. Trust me. You're going to want this energy drink. I'm telling you, it's the best on the market. They they stand by it. I've tried it. I'll stand behind it with them on the front lines. Join the Rays Rebellion, people. Join the Rays Rebellion. Get yourself some and get yourself on a whole nother level. So once again, for Rays Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com, and use the promo code AlphaRays at checkout and get yourself some some high quality energy no crash no sleep feeling good about yourself and now we can get back to the action what's going on ladies and gentlemen that was a country rush with country k we got cut off a little bit there at the end but you're on a a nice bit of a roll there sir uh, yeah. Good start. We have uh, we're having high hopes for that segment. It's gonna have good things coming. Um. So after that, basically, what we were going to be talking about, and he had mentioned it earlier, the documentary that's coming up on uh, ESPN this Sunday that everyone seems to be talking about that uh, seems to be raising a lot of questions and uh, interesting points of view uh, that we wouldn't have regularly known. Uh, The Last Dance, uh, which is basically the documentary of the the sixth championship, the year that they won the sixth championship with the Bulls of Michael Jordan. Um, I've seen the trailer. I thought it was about the, the last year. It was about all six years? No, no, no. It was about the last championship that year that they won the sixth championship. Yeah, yeah. I I thought you meant the whole six years. Well, I'm sure they're going to, you know, brush over a little bit of the, you know, first five. But the documentary is mainly on uh, that year, year. the sixth, that final year. All right, my bad. Good continue. So, I mean, from what I'm seeing... It looks pretty interesting. I mean, I've seen the trailer. I don't know about you guys. 
But anything that I can, you know, get a little bit more information about, you know, Michael Jordan and the things that happened during those days, shit, I'm all for it, to be honest with you. I just follow the trailer. What would you think about it? I'm looking forward to it. It's also, coming. they showed a clip. It was um, Michael Jordan, Steve Kerr, um, Charles Barkley, and Dennis Rodman. I was like, wow. And tune into that. We're about to have basically everybody on that talking about that year. Yeah. Apparently, there was a lot of. Well, I don't know about a lot, but a bit of a turmoil going on around that time. Like, they kind of figured that that year was the last year. If they were going to do it, then they had to do it that year. There was a lot of sense of, you know, after this year, we don't know what's going to happen to the team. I'm pretty sure Michael retired after that third one again for the second time. Um, I think they were all fighting for a leader, like a LeBron. Like they wanted to be the number one guy. Yeah, like they all fought over it. It's interesting. As and, you would think, a team with as much success, you would just be happy with the system that you had. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. If I had Michael Jordan on my fucking team, I wouldn't be complaining worth shit. No, I'm, yeah, you would. I'm winning rings and getting money and all this shit. If, he pun- if Michael Jordan punches you in the face for missing a shot, you wouldn't have a problem with that? I mean, I'm going to have to defend myself. I mean, well, just but, put it like this. You're Steve Kerr. Would you uh-huh. defend yourself? You kind of have to. You're not just going to let a man punch you in the face. He let him punch him in the face. Well, I don't know what I have to, you know, kind of question. If that, if Steve Kerr for real let Michael, like let Michael Jordan punch him in the face and did nothing about it. Uh, I mean, you know, the story is losing a little story, bit of respect. The story is basically Steve Kerr got punched in the face. There is no after story for no brawl happening in the locker room or on the court after the game. Or even in practice. You never so heard jo- anything about that. But you so heard Jordan it. just walked up to him, just cold clocked him in the face Bro, and just they, walked away. I don't know if it was a walk away, but Michael Jordan for sure punched him in the face and people talked about that. Damn. I'm not going to lie, the more I kind of the more documentaries that I see on Michael Jordan, the more I kind of realize that yeah, he was competitive and he had that, you know, competitive spirit and all, but he was kind of a dick. Oh no, raging. Like he was kind of a dickhead. To be completely honest with you. For sure. Like, uh, yeah, was... I can tell you that. That's why I, <laughs> That's why I was like I I Michael Jordan was never my favorite player. Mm. Oh, you got to send EA the thing. Yeah, I saw it. Um, but Michael Jordan was never my favorite player. I mean, I was an overweight kid in the country, so I liked Shaq, and Shaq was nearby. So Shaq was my guy since I was, like, old enough to start understanding, like, uh, basketball and all that shit. Yeah. Shaq was my guy. So, oh, Shaq. Shaq is a 
hell of a you know player in his own right. Like my God, that dude just the he honestly he was the most devastating big man ever to play the game. Like devastating, you could not stop him. The dude was a seven foot brick fucking wall. Yeah, sure. like it's just playing bully the man, ball. It's it, the man was just insane. You know, I mean, you can have arguments of like who can be like the greatest players or like the greatest centers or whatever of all time. If I'm talking centers, I'm saying Bill Russell's the best center of all time because uh, eleven championships fucking speak for themselves. All right, so I, I was listening to a couple sports shows and it was based. They brought up one point because uh, they had this discussion about Bill Russell and they were saying that. Nine out of his eleven ring, oh no, eight out of his eleven rings. It was only eight teams in the NBA at that time. The eighteen. At the, wait, say that one more time. It was only eight teams in the NBA for eight out of his eleven rings. Okay. And the Celtics have the most of those. And the, yeah, the that's. A, yeah, but he played against Laker teams that had you know Jerry West and everybody and stuff like that on them. It's not. And he just if they remember, had, Jerry West has a one and nine record in the in the finals. Against Bill Russell, like he he still has nightmares to this day of Bill Russell. Yeah, you know, so I I don't want to hear like that whole oh there were only eight teams or okay you put whatever era you played in you were the best in that fucking era and I don't give a shit if it's eight teams or thirty two teams or whatever eleven championships is fucking impressive. I respect that consecutively. I mean, they had what? Uh, they had five or six consecutive, and then they lost one or didn't make it one year, and then went on another five, five consecutive runs, some shit like that. Hey man, Red Arbach was a good ass coach. Let's not forget about that. He actually <laughs> team team uh, team game. You know what I mean? The team game. Like, remember that Celtics team? They had one pure superstar, which is Bill Russell. I'm not saying yeah. role players. Havlicek was not a role player. Bob Cousy was not a role player. They were literally <laughs> tops of their league at the time. They were stacked. They, no, they, were, they were stacked. stacked. But credit to credit, you had to credit Red Arbach for coaching all of those teams. Or, you know, you, you, fucking Red, he was a good ass coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. Red yeah. Arbach. So was that, a that's what coach. I, I put it up when you talk with centers, I put it up there. Bill Russell's number one, and then everybody else after that, you can have all the debate you want. But Bill Russell's in a fucking class all on his own. Oh, yeah. Well, in when terms of championship and stuff like that, yeah. But Bill Russell wasn't a scorer. Remember that. He was the defensive. He was pretty much. Rebound. The dude had he was 50-something rebounds in one game. Bro, he also had like 10 – he averaged 10 blocks, I think, for a stretch of uh, stretch of games, if not seasons, I believe, like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't – like, I don't I don't care that he, like, wasn't – And he was big, only six foot nine. Yeah, he got he got his points, you know, but he wasn't like Kareem and, you know, Wilt and stuff like that putting up 50, 60 points every damn night. You know, but he was on the boards. He was on the defensive side of the ball. He was making things happen. Put it this you way. Know, Bill, if Bill Russell was score, If you want to score, the ball has to touch each and every player's hands before they score. That's what the whole Celtics team was about going up. Like, And you got you also got to remember this. Jerry West and Wilt the Stilt couldn't beat Bill Russell. Right. Remember, Wilt was on Philadelphia. 
So I mean, yeah. he was no, the, and he, he the, went to the and he went to the Lakers too. Yeah, no, he he, he played he, against he them in the finals in the La- as Lakers. He scored a hundred as part of the uh, Warriors, Philadelphia Warriors, right? Yeah, Philadelphia Warriors. And remember, so he did that there. That's and the perfect example. The Lakers. He, he was uh he was he was he was one player. He was just one man out of a team sport. Come on now, like that's like really repeated throughout history. One man cannot yeah. beat another team. So that's I'm why sure he LeBron went to the Lakers or, and played yeah. with Jerry West. Yeah, Jerry West was thinking that was his best opportunity. And the only reason why Wilt and Jerry West even won a title is because the Celtics weren't in it. Put it this way. And then the a next young, year, a young Kareem. A young Kareem. A young Kareem beat out Wilt for a championship first. Yeah. Remember that. But Bill right. Russell wasn't on that team when Kareem won. No, Kareem, Kareem, was, uh, Kareem was on the Bucks. He was in Milwaukee. He was with the Big O. Right. He was with Austin so Robinson. Then, so then who would we have? We'd have Bill Russell. We would have what? Wilt and then Kareem and then who? You put Shaq. Big Shaq. Come on. Yeah, you got to put Shaq up there. It's because Shaq, bro, Shaq changed a lot of rules in the NBA. The Hacker Shaq, come on. Hack, it wasn't called Hacker yeah. Kareem. It was Hacker it was called Hack and Shaq. Like, so uh, then after Shaq, who's the best center? The best center after Shaq? Still yeah, honestly, I'll, you, you know already what? you already got you already got Russell, you got Wilt, you got uh, Kareem, you got Shaq. We still looking for him because Joel and B get his shit together will be him. But then if you, you can you can round <laughs> up you can round out the five right there though, literally right there, the five of uh of um fucking Kareem Wilt. Bill Russell, uh, Moses Malone, who has literally Carl, Moses, Carl Malone. Moses, not Carl, Moses. Carl was a power forward. Yeah, Carl's a power forward, yeah. Uh, Moses uh, Moses uh, Malone, Moses Malone, Moses Malone was the guy that uh, – so Moses Malone had the most free throws ever. Not attempted, but made. Hmm. I don't know. That's, see, that number five spot is an interesting debate right there. That's what I'm saying. You could put Shaq at the number five at the last big great. But then, so this, but this documentary yeah. that's going by the Bulls. Are you talking David Robinson and Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan is a four. Yeah, you can put Duncan in there. Yeah, he's but, power forward. But the it's thing with David Robinson, David Robinson, you can put it at center, maybe. David David Robinson, honestly, in a personal in a career perspective, besides the rings, David Robinson was a better player than Shaq. Let's put it that way. I I, I, I agree with that. Remember this: David Robinson's petty as hell. Fucking uh, Shaquille O'Neal uh, was up on him by one, uh, uh, by a couple, like uh, like thirty-two points or thirty-three points, right? In uh, in the last game of the season, uh, nineteen ninety-two or nineteen ninety-three, Dave, uh, David Robinson's like MVP season, right? So David Robinson that same year, he won the scoring championship. He won the scoring, the scoring. He was a scoring leader by one point off a of Shaq because he scored seventy fucking points in his last fucking game in the, of that season. <laughs> Remember that. He did not like Shaq. David Robinson did not like Shaq because Shaq made all of his narratives about how David Robinson really is kind of, you know, you know, a right person. But then, like, Shaq was like, yeah, I had made that up because, you know, there was really no competitive edge over there. Who, who, who was he going to – who who, who, did, who was Shaq going to talk shit to? Dikembe? Dikembe couldn't speak English. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. 
no, 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 no. Not today, Cookie Master. <laughs> okay, you're tired. So, so I'm saying, I get that. Look, I got, I got, I got an encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to basketball. That's just crazy. Like, I agree with most of that, but I swear to you, I, I feel like Popovich did that for David Robinson to kind of send him on his way. That yep. seventy-point game. Yeah, I feel like but that this was, was in the mid '90s, though. This was in the mid '90s. This is no, before Robinson had his back injury and all that shit. I mean, again, he David Robinson had nothing before that. Wait, before the before the Shaq rivalry. Yeah, what? before the Shaq rivalry and the fucking the champ game. What, what what did he get? The closest uh, the closest he got to uh, um. Uh, yeah, the closest he got to Shaq was what? He only has two rings, right? David Robinson only got two rings? Yeah. yeah. Well, right? Uh, Duncan's, Duncan's got five. Duncan's got five. David Robinson. No, I, no I'm saying with Timmy's first rookie year. Timmy's rookie year. I yeah. think he only got that one with Timmy. You sure? No, he got two. He got 2003, sure. too. 2003. Yeah. I was going to say he got two. He was part of that team. I, he, he didn't play that much that season because I think he blew out his knee. Really? Or his back. I think it was one of the one of those two injuries. Yeah, I'm pretty sure David Robertson is too. But at that time, you're looking at guys around that time, the spotlight was all on Jordan. So it like, comes back to this documentary. Like I'm really interested to see like this documentary that's coming on Sunday to see how everything kind of – like the you know, fallout of everything after the sixth championship. The, the, like closest, the closest team to knock off the fucking Bulls was the Jazz. Closest, by far. Closest, closest but even then it wasn't really that close. I mean, both series went six games, I think. It's and it ended almost... Jordan with a dagger. Yeah, pretty much. And one year he had the flu. One year he had the flu. One year he had. One year he was the goat. One year he had the flu. Like, it's crazy. So, okay. So people that look at. Didn't have the flu. He did not have no flu. He <laughs> hung people, over from Atlantic City. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's, that's so then, if you if you if you go around like different leagues, a lot of people consider, you know, Michael Jordan like the greatest of all time, and a lot of people now are saying LeBron, then Kobe. You know, and then in other sports, you have people like Brady, you know, who they say are the greatest of all time. In baseball, people argue Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth, uh, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, you know, players and stuff like that. To get into our last segment of the day, we're going to debate who we each think is the greatest athlete of all time. Nice segue. <laughs> I, w- I was working on it. I was trying to find a good time for it. Mm. That I'm, was good. I'm torn between the two. <laughs> no, between I, who? I got, uh, I got, I got primetime and LeBron James. Primetime and LeBron James. That's why I'm stuck between right now. Primetime literally played two Two championship games in one fucking game. One day. Nigga fucking played the World Series and he played the fucking Super Bowl the same day. Yeah. You said how? 
No, I said yeah. Uh, I agree with you. That that's probably the greatest shit an athlete's ever done ever. To be all the way on. I mean, I would say Bo Jackson is the best athlete. Nah, Bo Jackson. All time. Bo Jack. See, the thing is, people say Bo because he he was top of the NFL, but he did not. Like I don't I don't remember Bo Jackson being top of the fucking MLB to be all the way honest with you. Uh he's the first and only player to make it to the all-star for both the MLB and the the NFL. See, and that's why I feel like that was for name. But I, I don't. But Bo I, Jackson, like, yeah, my, my Bo Jackson only played four years. Bo Jackson only played four years in the NFL because he ended up getting hurt, like basically, yeah, you know, pulled this hip. But football wasn't even his first love. He was all baseball. Yeah, and he was a badass in fucking baseball. Like I said, my remembrance of the situation is very vague, so I, I'm gonna just stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, bro, I really don't remember. No, but it, you have a good argument, though. Deion Sanders is like, by far, like, if he's not in anybody's top five, at least for greatest athletes of all time, like all around athletes, like, then you're crazy. Like, yeah, you're absolutely correct. The, the fastest for, unofficial 40 time in the combine before Buddy this year. Who, Deion? Deion Sanders had the fastest unofficial 40 time. Than anybody, uh, you want to be? I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I actually know who be, Dion was. What four two flat? No, it was like four one. It was like four one something. Because I know Bo Jackson ran four one four. Yeah, I'm telling. You, like primetime talks about that. Like you were saying, no, I'm the fastest. And he was faster than Bo. Yeah, I primetime remember the story. I remember the story where Dion said that. He came up to try and tackle Bo, and Bo gave him a fat-ass stiff arm and scored a touchdown. That has nothing to do with speed. That's all strength. <laughs> that is That's all true. strength. But you know what? Bo Jackson had the perfect combination of both speed and strength exactly. yeah, at the exactly. running back position. Exactly. He was He was a man. He was – if he didn't get hurt, bro, he – I if I'm not – he's in the Football Hall of Fame, right? Probably. Or is he? He's not in the Hall of Fame because if he's not in the Hall of Fame, I mean, I understand he only played four years, but if he didn't get hurt and would have continued playing football for another, like maybe uh, just an extra three to four years, mm. the records that he would have put up would have been ridiculous. Uh-oh. That dude would have put up some numbers in both baseball and football. Like, I honestly believe that this guy should be in the Hall of Fame in both baseball and football. Yeah. He was that good. So, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I would say Bo Jackson is up there. I agree with you with Deion Sanders. LeBron James, I mean, come on. Absolutely. Like, the dude – I bet you if the dude wanted to play football, he could play football. He played football in high school. And he was like top in the he was like top in the fucking state of Ohio in football. Yeah, put up a fucking news clipping on Instagram. I was like, ain't that some shit? He's what six nine, six ten? Yeah, but in high school he was like six six. 
But what I'm saying, like right now, he's about right now he's about six nine, six ten. No, he's like about, six, six eight, six nine. Like he's he's on the upper end of six eight. So, but he's about 260, 270. LeBron's probably like two fifty, two forty now at this point. Damn, he's, he's that lean. Yeah, he leaned up. Damn, I was gonna say at his size, like back a few years ago, at like when he was at two fucking seventy. Like that yoked out LeBron. Yeah. He would have gone down as the greatest and biggest and most unstoppable tight end to ever play the game if he would have been in the NFL, bro. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. 6'9, 270. I bet you LeBron James is fast as shit, too. Oh, what? I'll be honest. He offered, oh, man, let me find this shit. Let me I find bet, this shit. I bet you minimum he ran like a 4'5. I, I'm pretty sure it was something like that. Let me hold on. Let me find this shit. Let me find this shit. So LeBron James probably run like four fives. So that's why I say oh, he found it. Beat. What do you get? All right. So he said, uh, as a junior, LeBron James caught sixty passes for twelve hundred yards and sixteen touchdowns. <laughs> totally undefensible. <laughs> shit. What was his forty time though? It was six. He all right. So four point six. Four six, okay. But he was so, six, yeah, he, eight. he was six eight two thirty two. Jesus Christ! Oh my gosh, the number in one high school, in the state of Ohio Jesus Christ, won't be dude, that's football ins- no longer, nigga. This is junior year. He said it's a taller, slower version of Randy Moss. Oh my God! He said on film, what what I saw on film was a ball player ready made for the NFL, the game at the wide receiver position. He got huge hands, run tremendous routes, and can even leap every defender. <laughs> it shows the for such a big guy. And who who was it that wrote that? Uh, this is in the paper in Ohio. I'm I'm sending it to your your page right now. Man, I I just imagine if LeBron football that would be. Yeah, number one, like number one football prospect. That would have been disgusting. And a four six big. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, man, LeBron. that would be insane. But yeah, I put LeBron up there for sure. Uh, so we got. Let's see. So we got Bo. We got Dion. We got LeBron. What do you think? You think Tiger Woods is up there? Fuck no. Oh, of course. <laughs> Great is that Tiger Woods? I think I think if you would have to put like a Mount Rush so let's put like a Mount Rushmore of sports. Like or like a sport athletes, whatever. So we got Okay, we got uh, James Winston. <laughs> And Dak Prescott. Now he's just trolling. I'm, I'm not. I'm yeah. not gonna feed into this because <laughs> I feel like I need my piece. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to technique from Bad Boys too. I'm just Wusan. <laughs> so I would put. I would put Bo Jackson. I would put Dion. I'd put LeBron. I'd put uh, Tiger. I would put. I put Willie Mays. 
I'll put Willie Mays because in his time, like if you look at film on Willie Mays, holy shit, he's probably the greatest all-around baseball player to ever live. When it comes to like all-around baseball, not just like home runs, even home runs, he was up there in the six hundreds. Mm. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Greatest all-around baseball player, Willie Mays, by far. Um, I put him up there. Uh, Joe Montana. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't really want to put Brady up there as an athlete because, I mean, Brady's not athletic. Yeah, he's, just, he, he's, just, he's a good quarterback. He's, he's just, just a higher. Yeah. He's a higher gun. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. So Joe Jerry Rice, I can put him up there. No, nah, Jerry Rice. Like, uh, all right, so are y'all just going based off of, like, talent or ability or if actually athleticism? I'm talking about, like, full-on athleticism. Like, they, even though they only played one sport, that they could possibly play two or three. I say Jerry okay. Rice is up there because when, when he got done doing, like, football and everything, he went and got really good at golf. You know, he went and did, you know, other things and stuff like that, too. So, that's why I put Jerry up. Right. Anything that Jerry puts his mind to, he's going to become good at. All right. He should have put his mind to that commercial. He should have. That Popeye's commercial that, when he had the yep. fucking goddamn piece of chicken. Shouldn't have gone that As route. Face Bad look on Jerry. Bad look on oh Jerry. Oh, my gosh. I'm never letting him live that <laughs> now, even though I love him as an athlete. But, like, <laughs> athletic-wise, I, I, I think Jerry Rice is – is up there. Uh, let's see. I guess, I mean, are we going to put a hockey in there? Wayne Gretzky? Fam, I need to understand. Are we going based off balance? Like, we going their balance? Like, is that the best thing? Or the ability to slap shots in? Like, I mean, I don't know, man. That's why I said is hockey, would we consider those guys, like, because they're athletes for sure. Oh, saying, definitely like, athletes. But we're saying like able to play another sport. Nah, that's what I mean. Like they, we're going off their balance because they it's, about uh, like there's no other sport. Steve Nash. They can do that is other than tennis. What about Steve Nash? But they Steve Nash played soccer in Santa Clara. That's what that's what I'm saying. Basketball. He played soccer. Really good at soccer, actually. Yeah, he was really good. Put him up there as another athlete. A lot of wide receivers nowadays in the league and stuff like that were track stars also. Yeah, I mean, based on this category, the way it's shaping out, I got to put Jimmy Graham in there. Jimmy? Big Jimmy Graham? played basketball in college. Tony Gonzalez. He played basketball in college. And I would, he actually was okay in college. I thought he was gonna go play basketball, but I would put. I mean, it was smart. I would football. put Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates over Jimmy Graham. Uh, yes on Gates, no on Gonzalez. What? I don't think Gonzalez get a ball dot Graham in basketball. I know Gates get a ball dot Graham in basketball because I watched I watched Jimmy Graham because that's when I was like I was big. On uh, Miami Hurricanes basketball back then. Now, like they they kind of I, lost their recruiting edge. Gonzalez was, apparently Gonzalez was a star out there at Cal. 
Yeah, okay. I'm just saying. When last time you heard Cal Berkeley was – oh, Cal Berkeley's amazing in basketball. Uh, back when Tony Gonzalez was playing. Yeah, all right. <laughs> was he on the team with Jason Kidd? I do not know that information. <laughs> yeah, see, no. And I found out – I'm telling you, no, no, bro. Stop. <laughs> no. Uh, let's see, who else would we put up there? You think Usain Bolt would be good at anything other than track? Um, he had like a show doing that. Didn't he actually, actually didn't he get into pro soccer? I think he can actually play soccer, but he's like tall. He's like he's really lanky. Tall. Yeah. He probably could, but I feel like soccer's a short man's game. <laughs> I mean, Lionel Messi is like fucking five foot two. Yeah, I figured that. Little tiny little fuck. Yeah, but quads the size of Saquon Barkley. <laughs> like that little fucker's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No clutch gene, though. Ah. When it comes to international play, no. I mean, when they matter, Cha- championships. When he plays with Barca, yeah, he wins them all the time. But when it comes to like World Cup international play, that's when it's difficult for him. That's when it matters because Argentina doesn't have you know all like the great players like that he's used to playing with there at Barca. Like Barca is basically a fucking all star team. Exactly. You know, so that's why I don't I don't think he's being clutched there. Cause it's like like I said, it's the Jameis Winston factor. <laughs> that is a real thing. Like it's like the butterfly effect. But for like <laughs> athletics. Pretty much. That's what it seems like. Like I'm I'm making that a thing. I'm really gonna make a post about this shit. So let's see, uh do you think Michael Phelps other than smoking a bong? is good at anything else other than swimming? I mean, if Snoop can actually get this smoke-a-thon on ESPN, then yeah. (laughs) Damn, they go at Michael Phelps and Snoop on ESPN. They got Martha Martha Stewart and Snoop on the Food Network or some shit. I know. Martha Stewart's G, though. Martha Stewart, like, she's she has bitches in federal prison. She was not the bitch in federal prison. I'm telling you that right now. If you got Snoop Dogg basically your best friend, if she's willing to walk through Compton without a care in the fucking world, yeah, she's a bit of a G. (laughs) Martha Stewart ain't nobody to fuck with, bro. I'll be honest with you. And her getting high with Snoop is the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's beautiful. That shit is so funny. That's beautiful. I promise you. <laughs> that shit is so beautiful. Like seeing, seeing a older homes and garden ass lady. <laughs> that shit is fucking beautiful because that lets me know Martha Stewart was a whole hippie in the seventies. Absolutely. She was a whole fucking hippie and a half. And the thing that's so crazy about it. Just fuck. The thing that's so crazy about it. Is uh, she changed the image for a check? 
That shit is beautiful. <laughs> Martha Stewart probably where she probably in her house only has overalls and tie-dye shirts and like scarves and shit. Like Martha Stewart is a totally different person off camera. Probably. Like, you probably don't even recognize Martha Stewart. She don't even need a costume. She just probably wears her regular shit. Probably, bro. I would not doubt that. But I mean, I seriously believe Martha like, Stewart, like Martha Stewart's like, eh, I'll be sixteen months. Fuck it. <laughs> it's like, fuck. I'll I'll network while I'm in there. <laughs> Take the money, run. <laughs> now she's got security whenever they get out. You got security, dude. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody fucking with Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart's got a fucking. I'm sure she's got a G pass everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that whole Exxon Exxon Mobile shit. Yeah, she has she has a G pass in the business world and no shit in the streets. Like Martha Stewart is really good for life. She's good everywhere. Like she really don't need an ID. Nope. That, oh hell no! If you ask Martha Stewart for her ID, you're an idiot. Yeah, you, you, need to, you need to go ahead and pay a fine or some shit. <laughs> like, at that point, you need to be doing nothing but being fucking Martha Stewart's bitch that whole night. Anything that she asks, you have to do because holy shit! Like, if Martha Stewart walked up to you right now and said, "Hey, Snoop is waiting over there in that fucking big ass Cadillac limousine, got a big ass bag of weed, and we want you to smoke with us." Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm taking that offer. To have the opportunity to smoke with Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, are you fucking kidding me? Honestly, that opportunity, that's a network opportunity, too, because that motherfucker is talking business. Yeah, no shit. And they probably wouldn't have been able to finish that sentence fucking with me. (laughs) I would have been in the. I would have been at the car like, "What the fuck you waiting on? Like, what's going? Come up and, like, come get in the car." Oh man, that'd be a, that'd be crazy. Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg smoke session. I would walk out of there feeling like I'm wise as shit listening to Snoop just spit truth. <laughs> just yeah. I would learn so much about business and making my home better and cooking and all kind of shit. And insider like trading. My whole life would fucking be improved. <laughs> One sit down with the both of them. Because Snoop's amazing in business. I'll be definitely talking about that shit. Martha Stewart's going to give you a stock option and then you're going to be set for life. Nah. I ain't <laughs> nah, nah, nah. She went to jail for not snitching on some fucking goddamn money laundering shit, family. I'm not doing that. She did insider trading. Just somebody told her to sell her shit ahead of time or whatever, and she did that. It's in. I don't know how to explain it, but that's what she went to jail for. Yeah. All right, so wh- whichever, 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 fuck it. I know I was wrong, but whatever. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not taking that financial advice from Martha. <laughs> Who's the fuck told Martha that shit? Like, bring them to me, because they know what the fuck going on. Yeah, well, then you'll go to federal prison, but... You don't have Martha Stewart money, so they might not be very nice to you. I mean, I'm going to be all the way honest with you. If I'm already trading through the person that they're doing it with, best believe I would have Martha Stewart money by that point. Yeah. 
Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll have it in a fucking goddamn country that don't expedite my motherfucking money to the U.S.? Yeah, nah. Offshore mm-hmm. accounts and shit. Have fucking yes, money sir. buried in some fucking island in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I, I definitely, I definitely will have Martha Stewart money. So I will be alright. Yeah. Send, per- send the person my way. <laughs> Holy shit! Martha Stewart's crazy. Who would you? Re- okay, so who would be your Mount Rushmore to smoke with? Uh, me. Are you asking me? Yeah. Um, I mean LeBron. LeBron. Wow. You said Mount Rushmore of uh, athletics, right? Uh, I right now I said to smoke with. Oh, to smoke with. Oh, yeah, no, no, LeBron. I'm sorry. I was, I was gonna say that might be interesting. <laughs> um, I mean, everyone says Snoop, but that shit seems cliche to me. Uh, I'm so still gonna say Snoop is up with, there for me. I would want to smoke with Devin to do. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, a good one. I would want to smoke with now Lil Duval because that motherfucker is retarded. Um, fuck like my shit would be like uh, maybe fucking Wiz cause he's good in business too Mm. and uh Elon Musk Elon Musk yeah that's my four that's a good one Devin the dude uh who did I say Devin the dude Wiz Khalifa Wiz Elon, Elon Musk. Musk and and I sent somebody else. Lil Duval. Oh, Lil Duval. Okay. How about you, E? My my number one would be Be Real from oh Cyber God, Zero. Did I not yeah. Say that? yeah I was gonna one. say I'm like, yeah, I'm about to say him in a minute too. <laughs> That's a fucking good one. Not only will you get high, you also get your business That's tips great. from him. That's a great point. Fuck, that was absolutely damn, a good one. Hey. You got a store out where you live, Josh. Yeah, a bunch of them. You live in yep. town. Dr. Green Thumb is yep, the Dr. store. I would yes, love that's the one out here. I would love to get some of that insane OG. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, yeah, uh, it's, bro, I it's it. out here. It's out here. Have you tried it? I have not tried that mm-hmm. one yet. No. That one's too. That one's a little have, up there. On it don't get expenses. it out here. Right oh, now. yeah, no, I, I definitely hear that. <laughs> that one's up there with, like, the $80 an eighth list. <laughs> what in the fuck? Bro, California taxes are Shit. a motherfucker out here when it comes to weed, bro. Oh, man. I, it's I crazy. Hate, I hate when I went to SAC and I had to handle business. That shit was the worst experience in my life. I'm so glad I don't live out there no more. Uh, where I'm at, it's nice. I think I'm good out here right now. Um, no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful out there. I mean, as in like everything else sucked. <laughs> like it's beautiful out there. In sex. <laughs> like everything is luscious. Everything is beautiful, but everything else sucked. <laughs> so yeah. Well, a good thing me and my wife kind of keep to ourselves and family and stuff. So don't really got to worry about all that shit. And just kind of enjoy it. Yeah, see, no, I was a, I was a heathen at the time, so oh. yeah. <laughs> everything else sucked. 
<laughs> so you said be real, and then who else? Three more. Oh shit! Uh, Dave Matthews. Matthews. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, robot connect right there. Oh uh, shit! Uh, I don't know really. I'm not that. I'm not that big of a smoker. Okay. I just I just smoke it for medical purposes. Um. Yeah, I'm really not that big of a smoker, but it would be be real on Dave Matthews and shit. I can't really think of a third. Just use the whole Cypress Hill crew, and then we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I'm not saying Snoop because I don't like what? Snoop. A lot of people think I'm crazy. I think Snoop. I don't don't like him. I think I think he's got his hands in everything and he doesn't need to. Well, that's where the business aspect of it comes in. Yeah. So for me, let's see. I would do. I mean, I want to smoke Snoop. I got to keep that. For some reason, I think smoking with Seth Rogen would be funny as hell. Mm, it would be actually. His laugh's amazing. Yeah. And then after him, Dave Chappelle. I wanted to say him, but I I, I feel like Lil Duval might actually be better. I, now. I would say I was a Dave, Dave Chappelle, uh, Seth Rogen, Snoop, and. Hmm. Obama. Who's that? Who's that guy that played um, the Rock's partner in Ballers? Um, fuck, I know exactly what you're talking about. God damn it, I don't remember his name, but I know exactly what you're talking about. That dude's funny yeah, as hell. Right, hilarious. Man, I, I think know exactly what you're talking about. I, I think my fourth would have to be Obama. <laughs> Obama smoked weed before. I'm yeah, sure he I, does now. He ain't president I, no more. Yeah, he's, he's no longer president. You know him and Michelle are out there like, hey, we don't got to deal with this shit no more. Uh, there you go, babe. Michelle's got, Michelle's got some blood in her purse. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah. can you imagine smoking with Obama? Maybe you might be able to slip out some of the secrets. Nah. <laughs> nah. Put on and check these beats out. Check this out. He'd be like, hey, Area 51? Yeah, that shit's real. Aliens are there. Yeah. <laughs> really, Obama? I don't know. Oh, damn. You know, that's one thing I was looking forward to. If Bernie Sanders got elected, he was going to tell you everything about Area 51. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if that's said, a good idea. <laughs> he said he would let the American people know. Yeah, and then uh, watch everybody go into a group panic. Again, aliens are real. Flip out. Freak out. Aliens are real. 
come on, man. Uh, uh, that's uh, the dude. Can you imagine the general public if they somebody just came out and told, "Hey, look, for real, like, seriously, we're not the only ones in this fucking universe. There's aliens, there's life forms everywhere in this universe. We're not the only ones." Can't deal with that. I don't know what to tell you, but uh, deal with that information as you will. Later. The whole public would just flip. They flip out. See, they, they've already come down, and Trump already told them to get lost because of the borders and the virus. He told the aliens to leave. We can't. <laughs> yeah. No, no, or the borders are closed. Yeah, I don't think borders matter to aliens. To be completely honest with you, <laughs> well, <laughs> they're closed. But I, I think they wanted they, I think they helped us with the pyramids and stuff like early ages. I think yeah. it makes sense, don't it? Because there's shit that was made and stuff like that that we can't fuck with to this day. Pyramids, all that kind of stuff. I don't know how to make that type of longevity anymore. So I don't know. I think they helped, or they helped us out in the early ages, and then uh, we got stupid, and uh, they said, "Nah, fuck that," and took off. Didn't want to help us no more. Just said, "Oh, let them kill themselves anyway. They'll kill each other. <laughs> They'll kill each other off soon anyway, and then we can come back." Start all over again. I don't know, man. Just saying. Shit happens. And on that note, <laughs> I think that's where we are going to end today. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for episode 13 today. Hope it was a little bit smoother for you guys. Again, still a raw show. Uh, we're smoothing out all the cracks we need to get you know, the right equipment, get everything, you know, done the way it should be. Uh, plus, once this coronavirus thing finally ends, you know, eventually we can start getting together and doing this thing. So it makes things easier. So, you know, keep, you know, each other safe. Uh, stay at home. Oh, and uh, I just have to address this real quick. Um, I got a few people uh messaged me on Twitter and stuff like that on the uh, Jaffo's Twitter. By the way, go check that out at the Jaffo's AP. Over there, just talking a whole bunch of shit. I'm, you know, I'm putting comments and stuff like that on ESPN, all these other things. You know, getting the, getting the name out there, talking with the community, you know. And dudes are coming out saying, well, you don't have any followers. Might as well give up the podcast now. You're never going to make it. I started laughing. I said, well, when we make it, we'll see where you guys are at. So I just want to say to the people who don't think we're going to make it, (laughs) fuck (laughs) y'all. Just real, real shit. Just fuck y'all. Because real shit. Because I'm be honest, I like what we have here. And I think what we have here can go to very far and big places. And with the right opportunities, the right steps, and it, we know it's going to be a process. 
We know it's going to take time, and we're okay with that. It's a grind. Nothing's going to come instant. We understand that. Nobody's nobody on this planet started off with everything. All right? So we're okay with starting at zero and having to build our way up. But uh, just keep doubting. It's okay. To the ones who keep, who think we're not going to make it, that's okay. Keep doubting. I like I like the challenge. I like proving people wrong. It's always fun. Especially when you know you're right. And it's always that part of the history where you look back and go, <laughs> thank God we didn't listen to those fucking idiots because they're still in their parents' basements while we're out here doing our thing. <laughs> so I love what we got here. We're going to keep putting out content for you guys. We're going to keep doing our thing. And wherever it goes is where it goes. So from here at the All Pro Jaffos from Pernetta Bros Productions, go check all that stuff out. Uh, like I said, Jaffos AP on Twitter uh, and Alpha PVP on Twitter. Uh, Pernetta Bros Productions, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Go check it out. We got a GoFundMe out right now. I uh, put that out uh, not too long ago. Just a little help out for us to get some better equipment in this stuff here at the uh, Coach Niche Studios. So we're going to get all that stuff set up and ready to go. Uh, but we're going to need some help. Obviously, we're going to need some help. So uh, go ahead and help us out. Whatever it is you can, doesn't matter if it's a dollar, doesn't matter if it's 50 cents, doesn't really matter, to be honest with me. Any little bit helps. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next time. And on the whistle of K's 2K game, <laughs> for myself, for Country K, for Brother EEA, we will see you guys next week. Later. Peace.